Welcome back to the Bookish Besties. We are your co-hosts, Sahar and Taya. Today we will be reviewing The Crank Palace, the sixth book in the Maze Runner series written by James Dashner. Um, just to let you know, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, so listen at your own risk. So this book takes place during the time of the death cure, but it's from Newt's point of view from the time he went missing on the berg and when- He dies. No, no, no! <laughs> no, that's too early. And when Thomas and Mino and Brenda and Jorge are like in the city and they're trying to find a cure and get away from wicked and everything so basically new just goes to the crank palace the place where they keep all the cranks because he doesn't want to be a burden to his friends or anything and he meets keisha who is a single mother with a son and they're both cranks and basically they just hang out in the crank palace and spend their final sane moments together yeah he's kind of treated like a celebrity there because he's part of wicked trials which i'm sure he loved it probably made him feel very uncomfortable because the thing is the reason why they praised him was because they're like oh you're like putting effort towards finding a cure and you were with them but the thing is from Neo's perspective it's like oh they literally killed so many of these people i knew and they're not anywhere close to finding a cure so it's kind of like he was giving false hope to these people that were cranks by being there Also, he hated Wicked, so he wouldn't want to be associated with them. Yeah, I was gonna say, just to be associated with Wicked because of everything they caused, like, all the pain they caused him, it's probably pretty difficult for him. Yeah. One thing about these books is that the Crank Palace does not match the rest of the series, which it bothers me because as I'm looking at it right now, it's different size, a different shape, a different color. It should be uniform to the rest of them. Sorry, but yeah, it bothers me. I was talking about the physical book, but yeah. Oh, the physical book. Yeah, I guess that's because it's not really, like, directly fit into the series. Well, neither is the kill order. And why do they- they have the audacity to make it like the other ones. Okay. Okay? It just- yeah. It was also, like, a different font. It was weird. It was this mini- No hate, but a little bit of hate. What did you think? (laughs) (laughs) That's it? That's your opinion? (laughs) That is my opinion. I hated the cover. Wow. uh... (laughs) Okay. What did I think? Now that's an interesting question. Give me a second. (laughs) I mean, the book was very, like, unique because it was the only book that was from Newt's perspective, and the only other book that wasn't from Thomas's perspective was The Kill Order. So there was that, there was that difference, plus he was connected instead of just Mark. Just Mark. (laughs) Yeah, I really enjoyed how the book was from Newt's point of view, especially because Newt is also a crank, not some person that's immune, running away from wicked no shade (laughs) but (laughs) just seeing that kind of point of view in this like situation of the flare and everything i feel is very important and also like just nice to know and see absolutely i'm dead (laughs) i really liked the book it made me cry twice oh my god sarah wow it made me cry a third time not while like reading the book but like while talking to Taya about it later that day you were crying i cried because oh yeah I, you were yeah, i remember I was that so upset and then i really love the bond and relationship between nude and keisha and it's very important for both of them to have because nude and keisha like unlike thomas and mino they can't understand nude the way keisha can i'm happy about getting 
a book that's from Mew's point of view, and it gave his character a lot more depth and understanding. Overall, I think this was an important book in the series. As I said before, it was kind of interesting since I read it, I pre-ordered it, and we both read it like as soon as it came out, so that was kind of an interesting experience because the rest of the books were really old. I mean, not that old, but they were pretty old, so just to have like that modernness. Yeah, like usually I never read books when they come out. It's more just like Same. the book came out a while ago and I'm reading it, so. It just brings you more pain of like having to wait for the next one. Why would you put yourself through that? Yeah, I mean, I guess it was just a coincidence that, I, like, while we're making this, these episodes on the Maze Runner series, that also the Crank Palace came out in this time, so we were able- Well, it was it was months ago, but we're gonna- It came out months- Wait, It came what? out in November. Damn. It's February. Wait, what timeline am I on? Okay, um- <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own. Okay, whatever. But at the time when we read the book, we read it when it came out, so that was fun. So one thing is, I feel like nothing really happened in this, as far as plot, this is gonna sound like kind of bad, but it's not like the rest of them where it went like point A to point B. It was just Newt chillin' in the Berg and then decided to leave and write his own ransom letter. Not and then, well, not his ransom letter, but write a letter saying, hey, I'm leaving. And so he just kind of left and then it was just kind of his journey, but there was no, it's not a traditional story arc, I guess, but yeah. Yeah, also, yeah, because Newt, his story in the books, it fits into the plot of the Maze Runner series from like Thomas's point of view. And the thing is because we already know the information about how everything ends and how everything started in terms of Wicked and Thomas, seeing like Newt's story, it didn't add too much to the plot, but I felt like it was more of more to explore Newt's character and also exploring Cranks and the virus more and that kind of environment in the Crank Palace from someone who isn't immune. Yeah, I feel like also I'm glad they left out the scene where Thomas actually shoots Newt because that would be really traumatic from Newt's side. And then the last chapter or the epilogue, I'm kind of annoyed about that, but we're going to talk about that later. Um, no, we're going to talk about that now. Basically, the fact that Ava Page was saying that she would do everything in her power to get that journal that Newt wrote to Thomas makes no sense because she killed all of her co-workers God. to get to where she is now. I hate you her. You think she's going to care about a journal for some kid that wasn't immune? that was part of the trials that they only took because they killed his family like no honestly i don't get this whole thing that like ava has for thomas just like one thing is that she's giving it to thomas instead of mina or like anyone else which i find so sad because first of all Newt already left his death note for thomas and that thomas killed him and now thomas is going to get his notebook or whatever he was writing and minho has no clue about any of this also the letter before the one that said kill me yeah if you ever talk to me again like the one that's like begging him to kill him um yeah. it just felt like very weird i mean that could also be like their friendship yeah it's just i find it just so weird how like they just forgot about mino that he exists well i don't know do you think newt miss is a thing we haven't really discussed that on here Newt miss. Honestly, I don't, in the books, I don't really think it's a thing because we can see that like Thomas is like, has his whole thing with Brenda and Teresa. And it's more of a thing. They actually like kiss a lot versus in the movies, they don't really do anything. They kiss like once. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then, I mean, okay, Dashner wrote nude as gay, quotation marks, but literally oh they never talk about his feelings or anything. The fact that James Dashner tweeted that Newt was gay like a month after the Crank Palace came out really bothers me because there's like no effort going into his character or his sexuality, like especially in the book that's from his perspective, it is not mentioned who he's attracted to or that he is attracted to guys. So it just, it felt like he said that to satisfy the Newt shippers, which is more problematic because it's false representation and as it is not brought up I feel it is not important to like continue on with that or it's not important to his character because we live in a society that's more open around homosexuality at least like nowadays especially in literature James Dashner had his opportunity to explore that and to show that in the books and he didn't he chose not to and so like the debate about if he's gay or bi it doesn't really matter because in the books and movies they were all written or shot before this was like even a thing so just it it no longer matters the like the deleted scene of him saying Eris was lucky for being in the maze of only girls or that the writer quote-unquote believes that he is gay because he did not write it to be he did not intend it to be so like historically gay characters have been pushed out of literature so the fact that this isn't even accurate representation I think means no representation because to everyone who argues that he's like gay and that you're just if you say anything otherwise you're suppressing his sexuality what about Thomas Thomas is he's clearly a attracted to Brenda and Teresa in both of the books and movies, so you're just kind of undermining his sexuality, which, you know, then again, he's a fictional character, so do what you want. Do what you want. I really don't care. The problem lies in the fact that if you only say he's gay because you think he needs to be represented and you ship him with Thomas, then you're not respecting Thomas's sexuality, so it seems very one-sided, and if you only say he's straight because you wouldn't accept him if he's gay, then you're the problem. So just, I personally, I don't care. I think Thomas and Newt would have been cute together, but it didn't happen. So I'm not gonna argue too much because they had their point. They could have happened, but they didn't. So that's just, is kind of disappointing to be honest. I don't know what else to say. It's just, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it is. It When going into the Crank Palace after he tweeted that, I was like expecting for at least he needed to like mention these feelings or anything, but that never happened because I just felt like one thing in media is, I forgot what it's called, but it's like kind of like the opposite of what Dashner did where they'll just like insert characters into the plot for representation, but they have nothing to do with the plot. They don't add to it. They're just there for those diverse points and it's kind of like the opposite that he did there he wrote a character and then he just like all of a sudden said they were gay for representation although his character really has nothing it's not he's not written as if he's gay also the fact that he dies so I know that like the barrier gay tropes is a kind of popular thing where a lot of characters they're gay and then they just kill them off which is problematic as we've said but it just felt like a lot of the other characters like for example Mino when Teresa came he was like oh is she hot and then everyone's like oh Mino okay he likes girls it doesn't matter but then since the fact that like Newt never really addressed it it might not just be important to him but the fact that they did that they automatically assume oh he likes guys because of that so it's just kind of like irks me you know yeah 
just the whole like diversity points in a lot of books I've been reading now. It's just, it's interesting. Oh, also, I was reading this book and one thing that bothered me was that these people were only together in the sense of like couple-wise was because they had history. And that can be, let's, let's spin that onto friends, okay? Because after Newt dies, Thomas and Mino are maybe friends. We will see if Mino forgives him for killing Newt. But the only reason why they would be friends, I feel like, is because they have those like shared memories. I mean, I feel like they do have things in common now, but once they get older, I mean, they're still pretty young. They're like in their 20s by now. No, they're not. A, they're like still younger than 20. They're like 18 or 17. Because the whole trial thing happens within like a year or something. Or like six months or something. And they're like only 16 or something when they're introduced. I feel like they're like 18 at least. They, they can't be younger than 18. Yeah. Oh, I was also gonna say about, well, the whole thing with Mino not knowing about anything. It just, it's kind of freaky thinking about how Mino is gonna react to finding out about all this if he ever does. Because I feel like Thomas isn't just gonna tell him because he literally did just kill Mew. And also, if Mino found out, he'd be so mad at Thomas. He would not forgive him, even though, like, it was kind of unavoidable and either Mew goes crazy or dies somehow. He's probably gonna still blame Thomas a lot and it just scares me that that's gonna like ruin their friendship so that's a sad yeah definitely also one thing i really like about the crank palace is the fact that dante gave them so much hope because he was like this kid but he technically is a crank right that means he's gonna die right mm -hmm. i know yeah maybe wait so dante wasn't being cranky or anything though he's just like a little kid that he he didn't speak at all though yeah, which like traumatized much. Have a kid who who doesn't speak to anybody. Yeah, and so the fact that just like everyone wanted to chip in and everyone left the Crank Palace and they all wanted to find Dante's sister and I know oh, that was so wholesome. The fact that literally all these cranks they just left together in order to save Dante's like sister and find her brother, Keisha's brother, and like they just all went together and that just made me so happy and sad. Wait, but then. And weren't they all attacked by Wicked? No. Wait, what happened to them? I forgot what happened. I forgot what happened to them too. Like, I remember, it's a big group of people, because I do remember they all left, but Wicked came and then tried to get Newt back. Okay, basically what happened was they were with this group of people and then, I don't know, somehow Newt was only with Keisha and Dante and then they were in the truck, mm -hmm. right? And then, or the car, I think it was a truck. And then they drove and then he told them to get out because he was going to turn into a crank and attack them, which is like the ending, her speech was so sad of like saying that my kid will grow up remembering you or something. I know. I know. Okay, I'm going to cry, but <laughs> that was so sad. And it was really important in Newt's development too because i mean he has a sister that like he only started remembering in his dying moments but like we see that in the fever coat that like he really cared about her and everything one thing I feel like is Newt is like one of the most underrated characters, which I mean, he does get some credit, I feel like, but he's like such a good character. He chose to leave his friends, which I don't think Thomas or Mino would do. Nah, they'd stay. Yeah, because just like the reason why he left is because he didn't want to be burdening to them and also he knew that he's gonna turn into a crank and that there's no way out of it. I feel like Thomas and Mino, they still like hold on to the hope that, oh, we could find a cure and get okay or something if it was one of them. But I just feel like they wouldn't leave like that. Newt on the other hand, he just left and lived the rest of his life as much as he could. Also, as it says later on, is that the only thing that matters was Keisha and Dante and then like, 
like the other thing that was going to happen to them so then when he told her to get out it was just like he knew he was doing it from a place of selflessness yeah Oh, another thing about Keisha, Dante, and Newt is that, like, once Newt leaves the gang, the Gladers, and he goes to the Crank Palace with Keisha and Dante, it's like the only thing driving him on is he wants to fulfill reuniting Keisha and Dante with their family. So that's the thing that's driving him on so he doesn't just lose all hope and do whatever because he still has this goal in mind. So that was very important for Newt in his last moments, especially because he dies, but then also before that he fulfilled like uniting Keisha and Dante with their family. Yeah and also another thing it says that Sonia when he started to remember Sonia and his mom he said that they were very much alike and that Keisha reminded him of her or of both them and it was like so sad but basically yeah do you want me to read what she said? Sure yeah. Here it is she continued besides my own children you've done more to lift me up in this world than any other person. I know that it was only a few days but you've she took a moment and swallowed you've branded me Newt. You've branded me and I'll bear your mark forever. God willing, I'll survive this virus and add to what your life meant for this universe of ours. I love you, Newt, and my children will grow up loving you. And then she said goodbye, Newt. Oh my god. And also, Newt was very important to Keisha because from the passage you just read, we can see that that like Newt brought new meaning to Keisha and Dante's life. Without that, I feel like that also really helped end the series. This one character, which everyone loved so much, that died, they kind of had him and his last goal was really helping people and kind of shaped his character. Yeah, because one thing about Thomas, even in the fever code, we can see that he's trying to escape, like at the very end of the book, when he's, you know what, let's all go to Alaska and live together in some cottage or something, right? And throughout the series, we see like Thomas, Mino, and everyone else is running away from Wicked and trying to get away from them so they themselves can live. Well, we see Newt runs away from the Gladers, so then he can help just these cranks that he doesn't know, right? He's yeah. known, he's known Mino for years and Thomas for less than that, but still. And it's sad thinking about like how Newt did more for this family than Wicked ever could. Oh and my god, that's I so know. sad. Sucker, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dang. The themes of this. I feel like selflessness is definitely a huge thing. Like found family. Yes. Yeah, Newt, he finds a new family for himself because one thing with, well, his, of course, his original family, like, his parents were killed and Sonia doesn't remember who he is and she's with the girls. And then we also have the Gladers who is, like, a second family he has. But then they're all immune, so they don't know the struggle which he's going through and they can't relate or really comfort him in any way that's gonna help him because they both have different goals in mind. The Gladers, they just want to get away to safety and live together but the thing is with Newt, he's not immune and he already has the virus, so he can't do that. And because their goals aren't aligned like that, they can't really see eye to eye, which is why then he finds this third family, which is Keisha and Dante. And they're able to all understand one another. And they just have this like, they're all able to comfort and love each other. And they have this like mutual bond of respect and everything. So it's something that's very important to Newt because he couldn't have any of those relationships with the families he had beforehand as they weren't the same. He's very humble. What do you mean? 
like a lot of the interactions you see, the way that he kind of carries himself. You know how earlier I was thinking about in the Scourge Trials how Thomas was like, y'all a bunch of babies for not wanting to go out in the Scourge. And it's just like, really Thomas? I feel like Newt, he's always the one to be very like quiet in the corner. And yeah, he's a lot more empathetic than Thomas because one thing is for the Gladers, he was able to be a mediator because he was able to see things from different point of views and that allowed him to be empathetic and selflessness. Oh no. Segway. Okay. What, what would, would you, you do? do? So now if you were in a Newt's position about leaving the Gladers, like off the Berg, what would you have done in that situation knowing you're not immune and that your friends are just hanging out in the city trying to run away from Wicked while you know you have no chance? I probably would have done everything that Newt did, meanwhile leaving, but I also would have said goodbye because I would know that Thomas and Mino are never going to accept goodbyes, but the fact that he didn't even say goodbye, which later led them to go into the Crank Palace to try and take him back because Newt wasn't going to explain why he was staying. I would probably try and make that a little bit better because it just wasn't fair. Yeah. I mean, one thing you have to, like, take into consideration is that Newt is a crank, so he's probably not to, like, have the clearest mind at the moment. And also, I have a feeling that if he did actually say a good goodbye or whatever to Thomas Amino, they wouldn't really accept it, so it wouldn't really be, like, a decent goodbye, as they wouldn't be saying goodbye back. They'd be trying to keep him, which is another thing. So, I feel like I just write a better letter. I don't think I confront them about saying goodbye, but I definitely wouldn't be like, oh, some guards took me. Bye, guys. <laughs> I'll never see you guys again like i'd actually try writing something to them and then i'd leave or you could leave nothing and then they wouldn't know where you went so then they wouldn't go after you <laughs> that's even worse than saying no goodbye though because then well, they have because, the letter but then then your like whole thing is just a mystery like they'll never know like what happened or what's going on with you too bad <laughs> so sad they knew that you were gonna die like like imagine if i was nude and then i just didn't leave anything you come on the berg and there's like no like sign of where i went or what happened to me i mean it would be better than me shooting you no okay thomas would shoot me either way if you were like new because you still run into him that doesn't change it's just like everything that happened in between that would be like a mystery to them no matter what i mean it's none of their business true true but like still they're his friends too bad bro Taya. i mean okay i understand where you're coming from however okay the fact that i feel like thomas would have had a better time i mean i guess not really you know hitting his friend but if his friend just kind of left for however many weeks that he did and then he hit him with his car going into wicked i feel like things could have been a little bit smoother because they hadn't seen him in the crank palace he hadn't gotten to that fight thomas wouldn't have gotten into that fight with that other dude i feel like also the fact that newt kind of had this in the back of his head that his friends knew where he was and how horrible the crank palace was that could have added another level of misery to the whole situation and i mean i'm all for like knowledge right and like knowing what you're doing with your life but there's just some things that i don't think mino or thomas really needed to know yeah that makes sense i just i don't know i just wouldn't want to like disappear though because go incognito yeah, just like, and then get freaking hit by them and shot by them afterwards. It's only shot by one of them. 
Yeah, okay. Imagine if Brenda shot Newt. No. That would have been ten times worse. Thomas? Okay, at least it was Tom Thomas would well, hate okay. Brenda if she did that. Think about Mino, except it's his best friend. Yeah, Mino would, like, whatever he did to Teresa, just, like, outcasting her and being like, we don't care about- he'd do the same thing to Brenda, but, like, worse. What about Tom- see, I'm worried. I'm worried about Thomas's relationship I'm and how- With yeah. Mino. They're not gonna last. I mean, I guess Thomas could just, like, leave, the, like, the whole nude situation a secret. Brenda. She's totally gonna snitch. Not even- I- okay, I don't really think Brenda's gonna say anything, but I do think it's gonna come to a point where Thomas will have to tell Mino because definitely that's gonna be, like, a lot of guilt that he'll just have for doing that, and then he can't really do anything about it. So he may just, like, tell Mino after a few years, and Mino get really, really upset because he told him after so long. I feel like we also kind of addressed that in the death cure. Hey, now let's do what would you do if you were Thomas in this situation? Like, Thomas or Mino, when you come back to the Berg and you just find this letter saying that, bye guys, I'm at the Crank Palace now. Like, what would you do? Would you, like, try to get in you? Like, what would you do? Knowing Thomas's personality, yes, but if it was my personality... Yeah, it's you. Also, yes. Because knowing me, okay, I'd just be like, wow, you didn't even say goodbye, I'm salty. I'm gonna come and get you. You better be ready. 15 minutes, come on, let's go. But I also feel like, I don't know, how am I supposed to react? Like, you leaving me, okay? The thing is, because Mew told them where he was, but he left so little context that they didn't exactly know what to do because Mew made it sound like they just, like, picked him up and they, like, made him leave. But he left and go went to find them. Yeah, so then, like, of course, Thomas, Mino, and everyone's gonna try to get Newt out of there. But, like, because that's a context he gave that he was taken by some guards. He didn't say he went willingly or anything, right? Yeah, um, technically, though, didn't he not want to go to the Crank Palace, but he got picked up when he was with Keisha? So he wasn't really planning. I don't remember. I don't think he was planning on going to the Crank Palace, but then he met up with Keisha, and then they're like, yeah, let's go, let's run, and she's like, what are you doing? You're stupid, and then the guards picked them up. I mean, still, that's what he wrote in the letter, that he was at the Crank Palace either way. What if he wasn't? What if he didn't end up there? Um, I don't think he'd live very long. Well, no, he didn't live very long either way. Yeah, but like, where would he even go if he wasn't at the Crank Palace? As a crank, outside the city. Isn't it like, I don't know, I was picturing it as the Scorch, but it's probably not quite as scorchy. No, the capital, okay, Denver is a lot... I don't know what Denver looks like. I've never been. Have you? I think I went there for like a stop there on a flight. Yeah. Oh yeah, I probably have too then. I don't know where. Where is Denver? Yeah, okay, it's in yeah. Colorado. What? It's the capital, Wait. isn't it? Oh, I thought you were going to say the capital of the US was Denver. I was very concerned. And if I, okay, if I was in that same situation, honestly, because of the context Newt left or something, I feel like I'd also try to go after him. Because one thing is that I am immune, so like, I'm ignorant to these feelings and everything that Newt is having. So, I don't know. But Newt has a very good sense of putting himself in other people's shoes. I know that didn't make any sense, but he has, yeah. he has this ability to kind of empathize, as you said before, empathize with other people. So I feel like even though his mind is starting to go, he still has that part where he's constantly thinking about what his friends are feeling rather than like what himself is feeling. Um, Thomas is not, okay, main characters are kind of problematic. 
Yeah, this kind of like makes me dislike Thomas now. Main characters are never the best characters. Well, there are exceptions. Because it's usually the side characters that actually have like, because one thing with main characters, usually the plot and backstory becomes their personality. Like side characters are the only people with personality, I feel like, sometimes in like a poorly written show or book or something. All right, so just a quick update. James Dashner posted on his Instagram yesterday and Twitter that there's another book coming out in the Maze Runner series that takes place 70 three years later and I'm kind of nervous about that because I feel like the Crank Palace was just such a good ending to this series. It really came together in the end so I'm a little bit nervous about that. Um, we don't know any information yet about what characters are in it, if it's from any of the characters perspectives, so hopefully we get more information on that soon. I feel like if there was going to be any character that I'd want to see from their perspective it would be Mino because we have not seen his perspective. I mean we've seen Thomas, Teresa, Newt, Mark, you know, I feel like it would be interesting to see such another prevalent character in the series. Um, but then again, 73 years is a lot and they'd probably be old and dead by then, so we will see. Alright, well, thank you for joining us on this episode of The Bookish Besties. We are your co-hosts, Seher and Taya. Make sure to leave a review of our podcast on Apple Musics or Spotify and to follow our social medias to stay connected. We are The Bookish Besties underscore at Instagram and we are The Bookish Besties on TikTok. Our podcast episode comes out every Wednesday. Yeah, and this is our season dystopian, which we forgot to mention at the beginning but you know it's fine right bye thank you for listening